Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy, happy Thursday to you. It is December 14th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Roll Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. And it's Thursday, so that means we've got Corey Price in studio hanging out with us for a little trivia Thursday. I'm very excited about trivia Thursday, Corey, as I'm finishing the show tweet for this morning. Sometimes when you want to add a funny picture to the show tweet, it just takes a little bit longer. Well, especially if you're not funny. Am I right? Am I right, <laughs> that's, Corey? That's, that's correct, yeah. No, it's not. It's not correct. Okay? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I've been asking Hannah for a blue Santa Claus hat, by the way. I haven't gotten one yet. Well, I don't UK like that. one? Yeah, 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 it looks yeah. good, Roush. I remember nice. they gave. They used to give them out at UK games every so often. One right. year they gave them out, and the little poofy white ball was a basketball. You might remember that? I do cool. not know. Uh, very, very festive. It. Not sure what had had happened to it. Uh, it is. What, what's the theme for trivia today, Corey? Well, uh, I'm so popular last week. I'm doing round two of Pearl Harbor trivia. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been studying up all week. I thought maybe we'd just do some like Twin Tower trivia or something along those lines this week. No, what do you have in store? Uh, well, we're playing uh, the Tar Heels Saturday, so this is all about. Us playing North Carolina. Love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Can't wait for it. I will say this. Like, if there was a day that, like, we could probably fill the time without trivia, it'd be today. There's a little part of me hoping that it was going to be, like, it's a Bugs Life trivia today, TJ. That's what we're getting at. I'd be like, all right, well, maybe we'll spend a little less time on it. UK, UNC trivia, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, I'm, you're in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I feel like I, I should do okay at it. At least I'd hope I would think I'd do okay at it. So I'm looking forward to that. We are going to get into some morning pleasantries. We're obviously going to talk about just the most wacky, wild situation in maybe the history of college basketball, everything that's going on at UofL. But first, we've got to check in with the best producer in all of radio, We've got Trevor Kelsey on the phone. No, I'm just kidding. It's Justin Kalen. <laughs> Justin, how are you? I was about to say, wait, hold on. Trevor's not the best producer. Yep, that, that'd be me. I'm here. You. I'm uh, I'm doing good. I went to bed too late last night again. That's becoming a common theme in my life the last couple of weeks, which not a fan of, but I'm here ready for a big Thursday. We've got our 
KRC lunch today. Looking forward to that. So yeah, it's just, it's just gonna be a fun day. I'm 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 ready. Did anybody remember we've the KRC lunch was just decided on yesterday. We still have a few invites we need to send out. And if those people are hearing about the KRC lunch for the first time today, they, they might may, be. They may think that they weren't invited to the KRC I'm, lunch. I'm hearing about it for the for the first time, guys. <laughs> yeah. We, Corey, you're you're of course invited. It was supposed <laughs> to be the 22nd, but yesterday we found out that we needed to move it, and everybody was like, "What about tomorrow?" It worked out. So, uh, yeah, Corey, we'd love to have you join us today. Uh, we're we're excited about it. It's going to be a good good little Thursday. Uh, hope everybody's Wednesday was good. I didn't. Roush, we're kind of, again, moving into that new office, so I, I spent most of my day doing that. I had some inspections in the morning and so whatnot. what all uh, materials did you have? Is there just like a bunch of tape measures? Yeah, that just appraisers? tape and lasers. Lasers uh, and tape, tape measures. Yeah, that's all Maybe some legal pads? Uh, legal pads and folders, vanilla folders. Oh, well. lots yeah, of so those folders. I'm yeah. moving stuff there, and then I was like, all right. And also, our internet was out at the old office, which was like, this is a good time to start moving this stuff because I can't do any work anyways here. And then internet came back on at the old office. I was like, I'll go back there i'll just i'll get two three hours of work done that'll be great the cron davis saga plays out i didn't get a lick of work done. <laughs> i didn't get a lick of work done it was just like oh my gosh i can't believe this is happening that's crazy and right before you were about ready to like all right well that's pretty wild i'll get back to it there'd be an update it'd be uh. like oh another statement or Karan's gonna tweet something out if this is all just french to you and you've got no idea what we're talking about this is in regards to U of L former U of L basketball player Karan Davis. I tweeted out like the long and short of it. I mean, really the long and short of it. And I do apologize for the edits, folks. I, that was probably really annoying for people to see it edited thirty six times. It really wasn't thirty six times. Editing doesn't does it does it move it up? It moves it up. So like bumps it back up. Well, to that's the top. good though for engagement. Well, I'm I'm listen. I'm shadow banned, folks. Just give me a break. Yeah. I'm just a, I'm just a little old shadow boy on on Twitter. Uh, help me out. But no, really, I updated it because one, I did it and I was like, oh, I needed to add the part about Kenny Payne's comments about him sitting in the stands. I forgot that in the initial tweet. I was like, I need to add that in. I did that, and then it just kept updating. Like the story had kept updating, so I kept updating it as it went along. But Kron Davis is a player for U of L. He came from the second level JUCO out in California. No oh, second level. No, he had no recruiting pages. He had no other offers. Nobody understood why U of L was taking him in. But obviously, the program's kind of going through something, so people didn't really ask the hard hitting questions. The same old U of L butt slappers. Roush said, "Diamond in the rough. This guy can really ball." On what tape? There was no tape to even see if he could ball or not ball. So. He enrolls at UofL, UofL brings him in, he's on the team, and then right as the season's starting, or maybe has started, these rumors come out that him and Kenny Payne throw down in practice, a fist fight between coach and player. Corey, wouldn't be the first time that, like, no. maybe, you know, it's not it's not often that a head coach and a player, like, throw in fist, but you'll have back and forth all the time, practices can get heated, it's really not, like, a, a physical altercation would be certainly crossing a line, but... A heated practice is nothing totally uncommon. U of L goes way out of their way to tell everybody there was no fight. There was no fight. Even to the point, I didn't know this, but Mike Rutherford said that like people at U of L just called him directly and was like, hey, we know that you've got like a big platform. We just need like man to man, person to person. We need to let you know like no fight took place. These rumors are not true. Yeah. I, I, other folks I've talked to who cover U of L, they got similar phone calls like, 
Hey. They went out of their way just to make sure everybody knows. They're like, this definitely not, not a fight. Not a fight. And maybe there wasn't a fight. Maybe there really wasn't a fight. And even, like, I, I think Jack kind of, he, he said something too from the people he talked to. He's like, yeah, like, I, I haven't been told that there was a fight either. So, like, for the most part, something happened. It wasn't a fight, but something happened. So, you know. It, so, it doesn't have to be like punches thrown to be a fight. Like they could probably just have been correct. pushing and shoving, sure, and screaming at each other, sure. which is probably what happened. And you're you're probably, I mean, you can, you know, how everybody knows how rumor starts. It could be, yeah, Karan and and Kenny, they they got a fight at practice, which was really just like a verbal back and forth mm-hmm. with like one little push or something like that. Right. A fight. I heard Kenny Payne and Karan got in a brawl <laughs> at practice. I heard there was an all out war at mm-hmm. practice between those guys. You know how that stuff normally. Yeah. How that stuff normally goes. Um. Kenny Payne says Kenny Payne even as a press conference brings it up, not even asked about it directly. He goes out of his way to bring it up. Supposedly there's a fight in, in practice, and, and then he's eventually asked about it. He says Karan is not in any trouble. He's with the team. We love him. Everything's good. But you never see Karan Davis on U of L's bench again. Weird. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. And then a couple weeks pass in the Karan Davis story. He shows up to a random U of L game, not on the bench, but in the stands. So he's watching his team from the stands. Kenny Payne didn't know about it. They asked Kenny Payne after the game about it. He was like, oh, yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, he's not in trouble. He, he's he's still a member of this team. Okay, whatever. Time goes on. Unprovoked, Karan Davis tweets out his grades this or yesterday morning, Roush, and he tweets out uh, how much he loves U L. He's happy to be a card, and he's going to be at the games tonight, men and women, doubleheader. Woo! That was Karan Davis's chess move. Trying you, to you put, have, put some heat on him. U of L came back with a chess move and said, Karan Davis has informed us that he intends to transfer. Don't show up to the game, Karan, is what U of L said. Like, you're done. This is over. Yep. And so with those pieces, you probably got something that, like, U of L went to Karan that morning and was like, hey, we're, you're, you're done. And Karan tweeted that your grades aren't good. You're not taking school seriously or whatever they said to him. They said, you're done. You're dismissed. We're going to move on. And that's why Karan tweeted that stuff out, to get ahead of it. Then U of L, they made their move. Karan comes back and says, not true. I didn't tell U of L I want to transfer. That's fake, in, fake news, misinformation, whatever you want to call it, Scoots. Didn't happen. And that's when this thing just like, at that point, it's U of L statement was a lie. Something is clearly mm-hmm. off here. U of L comes out with a second statement. Oh, the second statement. I didn't even see second statement. That's how much was happening for uh, it. It was a wild night, Corey. <laughs> Things were moving it, fast. It was busy. Yeah. And they and the second statement says prior to the first statement, U of L had dismissed Karan Davis, so they're coming clean. They're like, he didn't tell us that he intends to transfer. But you can see how this kind of shook out. U of L wanting to play high road. Hey, we're gonna say you want to transfer, and we're gonna support you, and we're gonna be there with you. Karan Davis said, "I ain't taking that agreement. Not taking the buyout here. We're we're gonna fight this thing." <laughs> so U of L had to come out and be Which, like, "All right, listen, we did like he he was kicked off the team. He's not in trouble, not in any trouble, member of the team, but he is dismissed from the team." And so they have to release the second statement. Everybody is not dying to see U of L play Arkansas State last night, Roush. They're dying to see if Karan Davis actually still shows up to the game. Wild day, does he actually still show up to the game? Yes. Yes, he does. He still goes to the game. U of L gets waxed by Arkansas State. They were uh, leading at half and then yeah. literally gives up in the second half. Like every even uh, Valvano on like the play by play or the color, he was just like, This is uh Yeah, T- Tim Welsh, who I don't know who that is, but the ACC network guy, 
eventually just was like, this is embarrassing. They're not even trying on defense. Oh, this was like kind of the fallout where a lot of times you would have commentators want to be nice and be like, you know, it hasn't gone Kenny's way yet, but he's been around basketball. He could get his guys. You never know. Blah, blah, blah. They can come together. It it just all. It was just a ripping last night. Yeah. And people were talking about how embarrassing. Well, it it was bad. I watched it. I mean, it was terrible. The boo birds were flying. Kenny Payne was booed during his introduction. They do the press conference afterwards. He's asked about Karan Davis. He just says I can't I can't answer it several different times he says a variation of that answer like I can't talk about it I can't answer it he dodges all the Cron Davis questions he's asked about if he kind of feels the heat and you know is the is the writing on the wall with this with your time at U of L he gives a very Calipari answer which is all his answers really are Calipari answers mm-hmm. uh just doesn't really have the Calipari resume he says I don't think about that stuff my stuff's just to be the best I can for these players am I or am I getting the best out of these players every single day uh, so Roush people are wondering is today gonna be the day are they gonna let him get to the UK game but I, I don't think anybody envisions Kenny Payne coaching L once the calendar turns 2024 so it's either gonna be like today this week I think they play maybe Saturday or Sunday. 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 Uh-huh. Maybe after the game Sunday before the UK game. Maybe they let them get to the UK game and do the UK game. And then you have a break from like the 21st to January 3rd. It's like a two-week break. Maybe that'd be a good time to do it. But nobody is envisioning Kenny Payne being L's head coach when the cards go to the ACC tournament. I think every team makes it to the ACC tournament, assuming they do. Uh, nobody envisions think, that being the case. So. Yeah. yeah. I think they do. Pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Some some don't let everybody in, but I think they do. Um, so here we are, just another day, another wild story. I just I, whether it's strippers in the dorms or banners coming down or Gaudio audio. Now it's a uh, will he will he not? Is he on the team? How many statements that, are going to get? That, that's the weird part is that you just every time every time you think like surely they <laughs> you can't get any weirder. This somehow is weirder. It's more on the court. The, the the play was just so. I mean, it was awful to watch. I mean, <laughs> so I just can't. I mean, you just can't. A, it, like it is at a point where rivalry aside, it's this is bad for the city. I mean, like it's it's beyond just like this is fun. Hey, let's poke and laugh at U of L. Like downtown's getting hurt. I mean, there was a guy who just like took a dribble and like dunked. There were three win Arkansas State team. We were downtown on Whiskey Row uh, at one of the establishments on Saturday, and. Uh, was watching the volleyball game. He's like, yeah, we kind of got surprised by the volleyball game last week, but we needed it. And I'm like, yeah, I bet, I bet the basketball games aren't helping you at all. And he's like, no, the women's games actually do better for us right now. Um, I mean, it's it's putting a hurting on them there. It And also, like, it, it did officially cross the threshold for me where, like, I can't even enjoy their misery anymore because it's so sad. Although, like, I do Although kinda, some of their tweets are funny. Like, yeah. Mark Blankenbaker saying – we can't have the damage done to the brand off and on the court like what happened today. Buddy, I got some news for you about yeah. the brand. Oh, it's... It is damaged. So Not beyond repair, but it is damaged. My, my question, though, out of all of this, why... What good did all of this do for Cron Davis? Like, I, It's hilarious that he did all of this and made a big stink about it, but... Is anybody going to want him after this? No, no, of course not. No. And that's sad for Cron Davis. But uh, here's what happened. And everybody like close to UofL will say that like Cron Davis was a problem in the locker room. Like he was 
I hate, I hate to lump this in because you get people that go the JUCO route or any, you know, that just want to play sports. But, like, you know the, the JUCO shows that you've seen on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, you know, there's troublemakers. There's great kids on those shows. But there's troublemakers, too. And you, there's people that are like, oh, I can see kind of why, like, you're you're in where you're at. Yes. So uh, that's, that's He fit that mold a little bit more. And he was, D, he was a Division II JUCO guy. And nobody knows why you've all brought him in. And they brought him in, and supposedly some stuff went down, and things happened. Was it a literal fistfight with the head coach? I don't think so. But, I mean, there's – like, why just come out and – but they did lie about the statement, so who's really to say one way or another? But regardless, something happened. And I think you've all just said, like, we don't need – like, no, get out. And I think what they did was we don't want to embarrass you and, like, kick you off the team, but you're not with the team anymore. And they just handled it poorly. They handled it really, really, really poorly. And an adult like this that reflects really poorly on Josh Hurd. AD ain't gonna get fired, but more U of L people need to call him out for how poorly of a job. Like U of L being the laughing stock of college basketball, you can have a bad head coach, Roush, but it takes a lot of bad pieces to fall this low. I think his name should be Josh hasn't been heard, actually. Oh, yeah. When when was the last time people heard from uh, that guy? No idea. No clue. Vince Tyree's actually done six press conferences and accepted three jobs since the last time Josh Hurd did a press conference. So it's a mess. Uh, what a mess, what a mess. Get out your second and your second, as they say in the office. I, I don't uh, I don't know when the timing's going to be, but it, it's all over. Well, it, um, it is Troy all. Donovan did the uh, That's All Folks gift last night. So I, I know. Pe- people, are. I think, maybe are looking a little too much into that. Like, I, mean, I don't we, think Trilly Donovan knows that, like, I don't think an inside source told Trilly Donovan that like he's gonna get fired. I think that's just him being like, "There's you, you it is yeah. over." Yeah, Which and I think we all I, know. I think everybody. Yeah. We all know. I mean, it, it's been over. I, it's just whether or not were they going to pull the plug on it. And I hate that I came off that he was gonna get fired soon prediction. But admittedly, if the Cron Davis story doesn't happen, I'm not so sure if he if that happens or doesn't happen. But like he may get fired today. This may be our last day doing radio. Where you, uh, where Kenny Payne. I, I woke up thinking like, ooh, we might have some breaking news stuff here. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. So wild night for U of L. When is it not? And uh, it's like even if you do fire him, and they're probably going to, like I said, like who do you do you bring one of the Goober staff members to be the interim head coach, or do you bring just like a random person? Mike Rutherford wants them to just have like a fan coach every game. What if they just hired Mike Rutherford? <laughs> be entertaining yeah you'd get at least three times as many butts in the seats if not four to five times just mike rutherford and let's mic him up during the game that would be great yeah he'd trevor be, on the sideline he'd be the only head coach in the country oh wearing goodness, a ball gracious. cap you get trevor as an assistant coach <laughs> imagine like just him be the he'll be the like come on guys imagine trevor talking to doug shouse isn't trevor basically like the dude from uh water the <laughs> yeah, he's Farmer Fran. There's a there's a quote I think of from a movie that I kind of think sums up this whole fiasco. It's from a, a classic film, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Uh huh. When uh, Harry's talking to Lloyd after Lloyd trades in their van for a moped, <laughs> he says, "You you know Lloyd, this one I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber. You go and do something like this." And totally redeem yourself. <laughs> <laughs> great quote, great movie, uh, and it does fit to this situation. 
We're going to get into more of the Cron Davis stuff. We're going to get to your text, the morning grab-and-go texters. We'll do our best to try to get to them. 502-414-1450. Start your day off at Thornton's. Fresh fruit, anything you need, and the best gasoline in the city. Download that app to become a Refreshing Rewards member, and you'll save money each and every time you go to the pump. We love Thornton's. We love that they sponsor the text line, and we love when you text into the text line. We will get to them today. Just be patient. We're going to take our break a little earlier than normal, get into trivia with Corey Price, and get back to all the shenanigans from Wednesday that may happen today. Great UK football news as well. It's uh, it's not a bad time to be doing radio in this city. Great. Hey, it's, it's also a nice time to be grateful you're a Kentucky fan. True, too. <laughs> Could be. True so much worse. That. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. See, now that you finally won a game, right, you feel looser, the pressure is off, and that will lead to a lot more victories. Yeah, that and a water boy getting 20 sacks a game. That too? Was this Scoots doing some producing? He heard a water boy quote? And then he pulled it? This had to be happenstance. I... You know, I do that a lot more than you all realize. I just, oh, I just never get the credit for yeah. it. Well, yeah, that's because you're, you're like, if we ask you to play a song, it's like asking God to move mountains. Actually, Roush, there was God, that's easy for God. There was one day last week where you said a specific quote in a segment, and I went the outro song was that song that was the quote was from. It's all good. I don't, I don't need any credit. I'm just here to do a job. Y'all, y'all don't have to praise me. It's fine. No more praise for Scoots. That's our 2024 resolution. <laughs> I'm not looking for praises here. We've been we've buttered you. We we yeah. buttered you up a little too much. Been no. calling him the what? What have we been calling him? Best producer in radio. Mm-hmm. No more. He would have been awesome if he had the quote from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Mm. Oh, coming back. Yeah, you really blew it, Scoots. Which one? The one that Corey said on air. Uh, I missed that one. My bad. Oh, what were you doing? My bad. <laughs> uh, I was trying to figure out our last song for today. So. What what do we t- what do we go with? Uh, you just got to wait and see. Beer for my horses. No, I'm going. I'm going country Christmas today. Oh, oh. Cri- cri- Christmas cookies. Yeah, George nice. Strait. Oh, oh that- do you have Dominique the donkey? Uh, well, so I've got country Christmas this Thursday, and then I get next Thursday as well. So Dominique okay, the donkey maybe, maybe did not make it this. Cup. Casey Musgraves, maybe. Maybe does she do a Christmas album? Yeah, yeah she, she did. did. Man, I oh, love Casey. Man. I bet yeah. it's awesome. A very Casey Christmas. I think let's go. Oh, that's, that's good. correct. Yeah, love her. Yeah, love her she's title. um, she's good. <laughs> she is good. She's very good. We were that. There's a, a agreed upon opinion here in the studio. And welcome back. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Hopefully, we'll have some agreed upon answers when we do Corey Price's trivia Thursday, which starts right now. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen take on Corey Price's trivia. And we'll probably need to be like relatively quicker on this because you have to get out of here in uh, like 15 minutes. So. Maybe we don't spend as much time. I'm talking well, to myself. Know, I'm talking to myself. We're going to know all the answers. On all this. Yes, right correct. All right. Uh, let's hop to it. All right. Kentucky set the school single game record for most made three pointers against North Carolina on December 27, 1989. How many three pointers did Kentucky make in that game? It was a UK record? Yes. A school record. Has yes. it since been broken? 
but no, it, it's still still right. Still hold, okay. still holds today. Yeah. Well, I don't know like what a good even point of reference would I be. Would have, I don't, like I can't because they know. shot eighteen earlier this year. And they, they hit made, they made, Yeah, they made 18 earlier this year. So if that wasn't a record, I would guess it'd be like 22, 23. I was thinking 23-ish, 24-ish. So, yeah. 23? 23. All right, 23. Very close. They made 21 that game. Okay, mm. all right. Yeah. Wow, so they weren't too far off from the record. Yeah. Man. What game was that? Was that, that? Don't sleep on this team breaking the record. It was uh, Rick's first season when they, when they jacked up threes. Year, oh. Uh, was that Marshall? 18. I think that, that sounds right. When they scored 100 and, 100 and yeah. 18 or something. Yeah. I love the Cats, and I love Rick Pitino, but if you hit 21 threes in a game and you lose, uh, yeah. defensive coordinator's got to get canned yeah. instantly. Mm-hmm. You're out, defensive coordinator. That's a tough first season. Name the only two Kentucky head coaches who have a winning record against North Carolina. Who? Um, I think definitely, Rob's got to be one. No. Because that's why people really hate North Carolina. It's because Dean Smith had, Smith had their he number. He had his number? Yeah. He had everybody's number. Now, they didn't play as much back then, so there's a chance. But, yeah. All right. I think Cal's got to be one. Yes, Cal is 7-4 and four against North Carolina. Okay. So then, Patino, Tubby, Joby, Rupp. Uh, you say no on Rupp. I'm cool with that. That that does check out now that you're saying that out loud. Uh, I, 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 there might be a shot with Patino, like, but they lost to him in the Elite Eight, ninety-five. Um, and I don't know how regularly they play. Oh, good, could be Tubby. Yeah, because the Tayshawn game, it seemed about fifty-fifty then, and then you know, as see, it I went could, later I, in the two thousands, UNC started to get the upper hand. I could until see Cal them got being there. like six and five. Yeah, I'll go Tubby. Tubby's right. <laughs> Tubby was four and three against the there Tar Heels. Although if you want to talk, because they had Matt Doherty, me out of Rupp, I would have said Rupp and Cal. They, they had Matt Doherty for a string there, and that was when there was like oh, teamwork there. Yeah. Uh. North Carolina only has two head coaches that have faced UK at least twice and has a losing record against the Wildcats. He named those two All head right. coaches. So Matt Doherty. There's yeah, one. Yeah. He uh, was zero and three against uh, the Cats. Gosh, Has Hubert Davis played cat, the UK? Oh, not twice, though. No. So it wouldn't be him. This next one is, is older, so you might not get this. Yeah, I was going to say, because the guy who replaced Dean Smith, he wasn't even there long enough. All right, um, if it's super old, I mean, who is it? Frank McGuire. Oh. He was 0-2. We could have maybe thrown that name out, but people forget. Can, can, I, can I admit something? What? I just I thought Frank McGuire and Al McGuire were just the same people. <laughs> I mean... That's a, In the basketball world, I, I can a, understand that. You know, like Fair they're about they coach about the same time. Um, so yeah, news to me that Frank McGuire, the, person. The, the UNC McGuire coached at South Carolina for a while after the fact. Uh, um, it was South Carolina I, first, I think, then North Carolina, then I think St. John's, I believe. Oh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was South Carolina after North Carolina. Um, all right, what did we got next? Dean Smith had a thirteen and three record against Kentucky as the head coach of North yeah. Carolina. Ooh. Can you name the only three times that Dean Smith lost to UK? No. I okay. Can't. I, um, I, can, I cannot. <laughs> said no. <laughs> like 78, maybe? Well, I'm, I'm trying to think season. if there are some memorable matchups previously. Could Rex like, have gotten them? That's what I mean. Like, I, I want to say that, like, a, a Sam Bowie team got him in the early 80s. Patino get him once, like, in his later, later days? Um, that, that would make sense. 
Maybe we say like 92, 83, and 78. Yeah. Uh, not quite. Uh, December 9th, 1963. Mm. December 8th, 1969. Mm. And December 9th, 1974. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. So mm. the All Four right. Corners was just brutal. And that's. I, 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 until the Leitner thing, there was definitely more animosity towards North Carolina than Duke. Let's go to the next one. Fans. Only two UK players have had two career double doubles against North Carolina. Can you name those two players? Ashton Hagens has to be. I, I don't know if. Yeah, he, I think Ashton Hagens. Did he have 10 steals? He may have had 10 assists. I don't know. He had a huge game. Severe Wheeler had like 26 points against him. He could have definitely gotten 10 assists, potentially. That was a blowout. Only two double doubles. That's shocking. And neither one of those guys are bigs. So you would you would initially go big. Yeah, and I mean, I'm thinking about great scoring performances, but like, did were they accompanied by rebounds? You know. Yeah, I think Bam was always in foul trouble when he played. He would be a candidate. Did Did Patterson potentially? I ooh, that's tough. Actually, Patterson's probably a good call. Because. Know. You know, his freshman year, he may have when they lost by a million. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they was a little, they ended up playing a little closer than people expected, but it was never in doubt. All right, we'll go Patterson and. If you think it's Ashton Higgins, you're pretty confident on that. I don't think it's Ashton Higgins, but I think it's a guard. Um, but I, I, you know, which one? Which one? Even in that, uh, the one in the seventeen. I mean, they just, they were such high scoring games. So many people got double digit points. Somebody like I could just, like like Fox. I mean, it could be it Fox could, could it, have it, had twelve points and ten assists. No, I think people. I don't know who is it, Corey. We're spending too much. You all had to go back a ways for these two. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Ned Jennings. Who? Yeah, exactly. Corey. From, uh, 1959 to 1960. And Dan Issel. Dan Issel, 1967 maybe. 1969. Okay. Should have got Dan Issel. In the future, if we're just doing that and we're talking for two minutes and we're not within 50 years, just move <laughs> us along. <laughs> we'll, we'll take the L and save some time. Uh, next one. <laughs> North Carolina is one of three schools that Kentucky has faced four times in the Elite Eight round of the NCAA tournament. Can you name the other two schools? How many times? They faced them four times in the Elite Eight round. Okay. Four times. All right. I would say it needs to be a team, an older team, because they just were in the Elite Eight every year. It only took one win to get there. Or like, you know, you didn't, it wasn't as difficult. Gotcha. Um, I can run through the Cal Elite Eights and see if we If can. we have any ones that might stand out. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, West Virginia, North Carolina. I will let you know it's none of the schools that Cal, uh, has, Cal has faced in the okay. okay, so if it's an Elite Eight team, it's before then. Well, that's actually a nice hit. Um, plenty of Elite Eight games under Cal. Um, who? Indiana. Indiana is one of them. I'm, I don't know if I can remember. Oh, one of them, uh, Tubby faced, and then one of them uh, only who? only Rupp faced. Michigan State definitely. That's, but I was thinking, like, Michigan State, did they get to the Elite Eight that often? Um, yeah. I, I think uh, I, thought I, think in, I think Kentucky in 78 beat them in the Elite Eight. Really? Okay. Maybe the Final Four. Uh, was it Elite Eight in that year, 78? Because I remember Magic talks about – because they won in 79, right? Correct. Michigan yeah. State. He talks about, like, the loss to, to Kentucky, Kentucky being, being uh, like, a motivator gotcha. for the Final Okay, game. so Michigan State. All right, Michigan State, I feel solid about it. What was the other hint you gave us? Uh, the other one, uh, only rep only rep coached against in, in these four okay. Elite Eight games. I think regional. I mean – That's it, what I mean. I'm thinking Indiana. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. All right. So, Michigan State was right. 1957, 1978, 1999, 2005. 
and it was Ohio State. Mm, I know. 1945, 1961, 1962, and 1968. I must have done 68. But, yeah, I I mean, that was along those lines. All right, that was fun. Indiana hasn't been to eight or four Elite Eights. Come on, Rouse. I appreciate your (laughs) self-deprecation, Scoots, but, like, you were good, like, you know, 30 years before you were born. Feel free to jump in and help us on any of these. I've got nothing. Kentucky has faced a North Carolina team that eventually made the Final Four of the NCAA tournament 12 times. In those 12 seasons, UK defeated North Carolina only twice. Can you name those two wins? Yeah, 17, obviously. Yeah. um, Another year they made it to the Final Four. uh, Oh. Because I was thinking of their Final Four teams as of. 05, 09. No, it was the team with Kendall Marshall. 17. Didn't they beat them with Ulysses and Co.? 15 and 16? Yeah. I don't think they played them that year. Oh, I don't remember, when they I don't gone remember Jamal Murray beating UNC. I don't remember that happening. Oh, because they, they would have gotten... They lost to IU in the second round. Yeah. and They, they would have played UNC that next game. And they, they But they didn't play them in the no, CBS. That was Ohio State that year. Yeah, that yeah, was a bad loss. Yeah, yeah, was I think that game was ugly, Brooklyn. Gross. Deon, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Worst. That stupid. Okay, so we got 17. Uh, was there like... I mean, I don't know... UNC Final Fours really before 05. Because, yeah, the Sean May. And they kind of uh, stunk there for a little bit. Because they beat them in like 94, 95 or well, something like that. I could see them beating them in 95 yeah, and losing I, to them in the rematch. I like that. Let's do that. So 2016, 2017 is right. And it's actually much more recent. 2021, 2022. Oh, with, when they lost to Duke, they went to the Final Four that year. Yeah, they yeah. freaking did. They they came out of that bracket when yeah. the, it went to a mess. That was dumb. Yeah. I'm embarrassed Wait, by that. What? I'm now I'm gonna be sour all day. What? I'm trying to remember. So. When we lost to St. Peter's, they came out of that bracket. Yep. And Kentucky had beaten them that year by in a big way. Oh, severe, severe had 30 points. points. It was yeah. a severe game. They went to the. They went to the. They had the national championship. I've even and they blew it to Kansas. I, I've, I've blocked out that memory. I don't remember Severe Wheeler scoring 30 points. Oh, my gosh. She was unstoppable. North Carolina. It, it, like, it was a spacing thing where, like, they were so stuck on Kellen and Davion and the guards. That, that like, he, oh, my gosh. It was just layup city. He was awesome. He was really, really good. That was the highlight. Is, that was great, Severe Wheeler. All the credit in the world to him. Good question. I'm embarrassed by that. Next one. UK has defeated a ranked North Carolina team 12 times. Out of those 12 seasons, UK made the Elite Eight in 10 of those 12 years. Can you name the only two times UK defeated a ranked North Carolina team and didn't make the Elite Eight? Oh. But b- both of the times are from this this century, so it's not too, too far back. <laughs> team Turmoil, I could see them beat North Carolina, but I don't remember if they played them. Yeah. North Carolina wasn't that good. I feel like this. But that century, would have been early in the year. I feel like this century was a good hand. Well, I mean the severe so, Wheeler one. I can only imagine when they beat UNC in the United Center that UNC was probably ranked, although they were having yeah. a rough season at that point. So let's guess that one, and then probably like I'm guessing Team Turmoil, like O two. Okay. Yeah. You were one year off the first one. It was the 2000-2001 season. Ah. They beat number six UNC and lost to USC in the Sweet Sixteen. Tayshawn's All American year. And then 2003-2004, they beat number 9 UNC and lost to UAB in the second round. So they weren't ranked when Severe went off? Correct. They're, they're, not, they're not ranked. How about that? How about it? How about it? Uh, is that all? Uh, let's do one more. Okay. There have only been three instances in which Kentucky has defeated North Carolina in at least two consecutive seasons. Can you name those three instances? 
Two are the century. One is a rep. In three consecutive no, seasons? No, two, 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 consecutive two straight wins. Um, so let's think to Cal years. Does it have to be back-to-back years or just meetings? Back-to-back uh, seasons. Okay, back-to-back yeah. seasons. Sorry. Well, you know, how, when was the last time they, they did the home-and-homes? So John, John Wall beat him, but I don't think Brandon Knight did. Um, Anthony Davis beat him with the block shot. Ooh. Did they beat him the following Ooh. year in Nerlens? I don't know. If, I don't know if Corey said regular season, but Brandon Knight they beat him in the tournament, and then Anthony Davis they had the block shot. Oh, that so there's one season. that counts. Yeah, okay. that's back to back seasons. That is back to back seasons, although not you know the tournament yeah. game, but sure. There we go. That's and how then, we talked our way through that. Before that, I don't know. It's probably like in the the sixties or something, or the fifties, yeah. something crazy. So, uh, 1959, 1960, 1960, 1961. We'll give that one to me. Yep. Then they actually did it four seasons in a row, 2000, 2001, through 2003, 2004. Oh, just the Matt Doherty era. And then, Why did, yeah, yeah. And then what y'all brought up, uh, 2009, 2010, through 2011, 2012. Three, yeah, three that, that is. They did have a loss in that stretch, but it was three straight seasons with a win. Boom. Uh, all right. Suck at Tar Heels. Thanks for the trivia. Thank you, guys. Let me ask you a trivia question. How badly is Kentucky going to win on Saturday? Uh, let's see. I mean, it depends on how good uh, Baycott plays. Um, if we can get him in foul trouble, I, I like our chances for sure. Oh, man, did anybody get got temporarily on the fake Rothstein account? Because there was a second there where I was like, huh? It made, it made a message board post either on your all side or Cats Illustrated, one of the two. I forget where I saw it. And people, yeah. people instantly were just like, dude, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Jom Rothstein. Jom Rothstein. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Jom. Old Jom. It's, it's one thing if you get got on the R's or something like that, or some of the, but John, Jom. Come on. Uh, all right, I'll ask you a trivia question, Corey, sure. a real one, because my mom, snar- very snarky, she said that wasn't a real trivia question. Yeah, no no crap, Mom. Uh, <laughs> Nate, it has been the last six meetings. I mean, really, you can go back to the last eight meetings. That UK and UNC have played in different cities. Yeah. Name as many of them as you can. The last eight meetings have all been in different cities. Chicago. That's one. Uh, Newark, New Jersey. No, not one of. Well, you know, no, not one of the last eight meetings. Uh, there was. That was the 2011. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. What I mean, city you, grand trip? Can you please remind me? You could say that. Nine of the last ten oh. have been in unique locations. Uh, I know Atlanta is this year. They played in Atlanta prior to. I'm counting year? Atlanta, so that <laughs> oh, counts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Vegas, of course. Yes. Uh, are, we, are we counting? Oh, I messed up the trivia. They went to Vegas twice. Uh-oh. Are we the, ca- the severe are, Wheeler game was in Vegas. I didn't remember that. Are we counting home and homes? Are we counting Lexington and mm. Chapel Hill? Yes. Okay. Um, you're, you're, I did you're mess up the trivia, a, though, so it's only seven. You're missing a, for, a very memorable one. Remember, we'd like to forget. I got it. Scoots has it? Yeah. Where? Indianapolis. No. Damn. No. Gosh, Scoots. I was feeling good. Did you know where the Luke May shot ha- took place? That's what I'm oh, referring to. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, I being a little more specific. Is that sh- Charlotte? No. It's, think it's, barbecue. Think uh, blue suede shoes. Oh, Memphis. Yeah. Uh, and I was walking in Memphis. And then the other city was Cleveland. That was the pandemic year. Cleveland rocks, according to Drew, Drew Carey. When they did the old See, switcheroo. That, that, the Cleveland one 
easily the most forgettable because they weren't so even supposed to play until what the day before or something like that. Oh. I did not remember. You get Keon Brooks do the media opportunity after the game and he didn't even play. It was so it was oh, yeah. so weird. Man, gosh, that's that was so. a great great question. Yeah. Yeah, well, I messed it up twice, actually. But uh, no big deal. But thank you for the compliment. I'll take it and remember it forever. Corey, have a great Thursday. We'll see you at uh, KRC Lunch. Uh, Hopefully. Hope so. We'll see. No big deal. No pressure if you don't. But just don't ever show your face around here if you don't show up. (laughs) (laughs) Zero pressure. Yep. All right, Corey, thank you. That was great trivia. I love the UNC stuff. Let's get to some of the morning grab-and-go texters. On the Thornton Stacks line. Oh, somebody sent in a bet. Collect before midnight. Thank me tomorrow. It was a bunch of NBA props. Scooch, did you bet it? Uh, No. I don't bet NBA. Not very often. Did it have uh, Giannis over 64 points? I always like hot takes. Did you see the controversy in the NBA last night? I did. Between the Greek freak and Oscar. Scoots, yeah. did you oh, see that? Oh, no, I missed that. What happened? Giannis scored 64 points last night. What? New Bucks franchise record. Seriously? Like, what do you, like, what do, you do when you wake up in the morning, Scoots? Like, uh, I go to the bathroom. I get dressed. <laughs> I go outside. I warm up my car, you, get you, in my car, and leave. I don't get on my phone in the morning. But when you get here, what do you you piddle fart around for like 20 minutes. What do you do? Well, today I got here at like 6.55, so I had to set everything up. And Guess where he was when I got here. Take just a wild guess. Uh, Bathroom. Yeah, he was in the bathroom. (laughs) But yeah, you're not on your phone at all and any of that, just like scrolling? Like I don't get on my phone in the mornings. Yeah, you don't want to know what happened when you slept the last 10 hours? That's why I do sports talk radio. Y'all catch me up. Okay. Well, I, you know what? That is one thing that's nice. Like, we get to inform Scoots and get natural reactions. But, yeah. So, the Greek freak scored 64 points last night. And after the game, he wanted the game ball. Well, the Pacers took the game ball. And, like, they're on the broadcast, and they don't really know what's going on because he just starts sprinting towards the Pacers' locker room. And he's pissed. Yeah, uh, he's having, like, a heated exchange with Tyrese Halliburton. And you can, like, read his lips saying, like, get me my ball. I want my ball. And then he, like, takes off. He was very, very big mad for something that they could have easily just Dude like, given it to him. Dude has won the MVP. He's won the NBA championship. He's I think he was the finals MVP. Cry more, baby. Did he go to the Patrick Mahomes school of baby, baby? <laughs> my daughter cries less. Oh, and I totally jinxed myself. Last night was, like, a horrible night. She was up <laughs> all night. All night. Yeah, we had a KRC curse. It's a real thing, and we yeah. uh, we've been talking about it for a decade. <laughs> uh, but the reason why, so they have two game balls, and a Bucks security guy grabbed the real real one. Giannis didn't know this, and so the Pacers grabbed the reserve one to give to Oscar Sheboy because he scored his first career NBA point Woo-hoo! last night. Way to go! Well, he had his first field goal. Oh. He made a free throw in a prior game. But he got I a guess bucket. Technically, that is score. Yeah, what, whatever. But how They're, dumb? How dumb? What yeah. a what a terrible way to act. Yeah. Like between Mahomes, like you know, I've I really am getting old. This is embarrassing. But like, but Mahomes and and Giannis are like the two faces of their sport. And to see you all act like such babies when you didn't get your way briefly is embarrassing. It's a bad look for both those people. Rick Rick Carlisle said there was the there was altercation. There's no punches thrown, but uh, the Pacers was the general manager took a shot to the ribs, yeah, elbow to the ribs. So yeah, uh, all a big stinking. I don't know. It was a pretty big win for the. Bucks. I like Damian Lillard. He's just standing there like I don't. 
Is it all? Is it worth all this? No. The answer is no. It's a game ball. Nope, just a game ball. And here's the thing, too, TJ. And then they were like, we don't even know which one's the real. They, like, you know, you already touched on how it all played out. But there was a controversy about which one was the real game ball. And then here's the thing. Who cares? It's a it, basketball. Exactly. You could just go buy one from the store and be like, Giannis, I found your game ball. And he wouldn't know the difference. Nobody would. Yeah. It's silly. Very silly. But shout out to Oscar getting that bucket. Uh, all right. Well, that, I'm going to try to place that bet. I'll have to do it during the daily double texter. If it wins, then... Well, I'll buy you. I'll buy you a lunch or something. Um, a texter on the Thornton text line says, "Trilly, so dumb that we say that dude's stupid handle name." <laughs> I thought that it ended up being like Mark Titus, but it was just a joke that he was saying. Uh, yeah. So who is it? I'm so afraid it's going to be somebody I don't like. I'm so scared. It's going to be like Rob Dosters, alter ego, Trilly Donovan. Yeah. The the problem is though is most of those people like being faces. Like, yeah, but like, what if you had Jeff Goodman's face? Yeah, but he would. You want another face? Yeah. <laughs> Enter Arya Stark. Two face, Harvey Dent. <laughs> Jeff Goodman's face is fine. It's a fine face. Eh. <laughs> 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 That's perfect, Rouse. <laughs> A texter says, so I may be way off on this, probably am, but it was my understanding that it was generally agreed upon that Kenny Payne had won those games. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, he didn't. Oh, now man. he's just won eight games. And the Mike Rutherford guarantee is... In trouble. Oh, yeah. It's on thin ice. What was the guarantee? That they would win five games this year. <laughs> he's never lost a Rutherford guarantee. <laughs> they even printed shirts about it. <laughs> John here. Good morning, everyone. Wow. So the 2024 football cat schedule looks to be a tough one this time around. Hey, Uganda has been practicing at an awesome level by some reports. How many minutes, if any, do you think he'll play this weekend? We'll got to go talk to you later. Zero for Uganda. I think he plays. If if, if he's like in uniform, if he goes through warm-ups and stuff, if they say that he's healthy enough to go through warm-ups and play, then I think he'll play. If they still say he's – I mean, obviously, if he's not – you get what I'm saying? Like, DJ Wagner, if I had known that he, he was probably going to play, I probably wouldn't have picked Penn to cover the spread. Um, Uganda's not going to change any of my spread outlooks, but, like, if he goes through warm-ups, I bet he gets on the floor. I don't think he's playing. I just don't know if he's healthy or not. Exactly. I, th- I think Cal will say, you're not healthy enough yet. Let's gotcha. wait till the Louisville game. Gotcha. I just don't I don't think they're going to throw him out against Armando freaking Vicott. I... I think there may be something to him being like a freak shop locker. Huh? Maybe I'll end up looking like a total fool. I often do, Roush. But like, I think that he could be a difference maker blocking shots. Now, uh, maybe offensively he's so far behind that it's like, hey, we just have to have Bradshaw out there. But I, I do think that – and I also think you're going to get Bradshaw in foul trouble. I wouldn't be shocked if Trey Mitchell gets in foul trouble. It wouldn't hurt to go out there and say like, hey, just see if you can change the tempo with him. And what's the worst case? He scores points and gets rebounds on you? He's going to do that anyways. So, yeah, if he's I, good enough to go, get him out there. I, I bought my Uganda stonks really low um, last year, but I, I did sell this summer. Oh, well, yeah. you, but that's unfair. I think that's a dummy move in the stock market. Yeah. You didn't get anything to see. You didn't see anything. He had like 36 blocks in two minutes against Germany. Yeah, I just... The I Germans. Got, I just... Good Logan. All right, we got to go. We got to get to our hour one break. Ah! Uh, 
Hour two coming up. We're going to talk recruiting. We're going to talk the football schedule. Stocks. We're going to talk stocks. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Stocks. Sports Radio. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Oh, man. How embarrassing. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. Thanks to Corey Price for coming in and doing trivia. UNC trivia this Thursday. If you didn't hear it, go back and listen to the podcast. Or check out the Big X on for the replay. 9 to 11. 96.1 yesterday, Scoots, by the way, was acting a little funky. Did you notice that? Uh, no. What was going on? It sounded crystal clear, mm-hmm. like in you know my driving areas at least. And But every so often it would just stop. For like ten seconds, and then it just come back on, and everything was fine. But it wasn't doing that on fourteen fifty. Oh, you know what? I did hear that. I heard that on Rutherford. I just thought it was something Trevor did wrong. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I like that. I'm like, hey, did you see this? See what was going on? No, I didn't. Oh yeah, I did. Well, I didn't realize it. Best so you producer. It. I was just wondering if you knew yeah. what was causing it. I do not know what was causing it. No. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, that's when our show replays. When does the Rutherford show replay? Um, they do not. Oh, okay. What yeah. time can you listen to the Spears replay on the Big X? Uh, there is not a replay. Someday, the Roush, the they're going to get like other programming, and we're not going to have a replay. But until <laughs> then, Scoots, we're going to brag about it. I've, You know, I've thought about, and I, I don't know if I've ever brought this up to Dugan or not, but instead of going to national from one to three, I've thought about maybe we should do a Hoosier Report and Spears replay leading into Rutherford. That way we'd have local programming all day. That's a great idea. But what if we did another KRC replay from one to three? Ooh, could do six that. hours, and then we could yeah. lead into Rutherford, and then we could end our morning show with funny little bits to lead into Rutherford. <laughs> like you know, next up the Goobers. Although I wouldn't like that; wouldn't be fair to Denison at eleven. No, he's not a Goober. Uh, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> I don't think so. Do you think he's ever listened to an episode of Kentucky Roll Call? Matt Denison? Yes. No shot. Yeah, zero percent. <laughs> 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 Roush and I were talking during the break about our kids. I know how much people like hearing about that from time to time. Hey, so I was thinking yesterday, I don't know why this popped into my head, but on a normal day, when you all, so you're TJ, you're at work, Roush, you're blogging all day. How often, when you all are not with your kids, on average, just throw a number out there at me, how many times a day when you're not with them do you think of your all's kids? 46. Roush? Um... Yeah, I mean, it's probably in the 20s, and I would say a lot of it is like, um, what do they need me to pick up from the grocery? Like, there's like some, or like, oh gosh, what am, I want to do this, but I've got my kids, so how am I going to finagle this? Like, there's a lot of stuff like that where it's just logistics. Um, logistics is half of them, and then the other half is like getting on social media and you see like a cute picture of them or something. I don't really know what the number is, Scooch, but uh, it's it's very frequent i mean you'll i'm sure roush blogs from home but like you'll see a picture 
I, yeah. I, if I worked from home, you'd probably just be on the brain. I mean, they're on the brain 24-7, really. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know why that popped into my head. I, I think because my buddy Jake, he's down in Florida, and his wife's at home with the kids. So I just I got to thinking, like, how many times a day is he sitting there thinking about his daughters and his wife and stuff? So We were – but I, a couple jinxes from yesterday, as I mentioned. Terrible yeah, night's sleep. We were up all night. Uh, back to that in a moment. But before bedtime – she took a just a huge number two in her potty. It was huge. Wow. I mean, well, like it was ma- significant. It was a significant event <laughs> and massive. But we were just talking about how she's you know not coming really around on that. But as soon as she was done, she was like two candies. <laughs> <laughs> Negotiate. Yeah, it's like a, two for two. It makes yeah. sense. I'm, what's I'm, uh, what's the candy of choice? Whatever we have, and we'll just break it into we, little We parts. were big on uh, M&Ms. We called them beans. So, so that's all, what yeah. the wife wants to do is to get M&Ms. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. We just don't at the moment just, have yeah, any yeah. M&Ms. Because they're, yeah. they're small. It's mm-hmm. easy. Still yeah. fun treat for them. Yeah. I've been breaking up like the, the little Halloween bite size, like, Three Musketeers, or I don't know, stuff that I don't like, but yeah, Yeah. just break it up, and uh, she likes it, and then during the break, Roush was like, yeah, you're in a really sweet, because I was watching a video when I don't get to see her in the morning, I won't see her till after school, so I'll send her a video, and then they'll send back a video for me, and it's very sweet, and Roush was like, you're in a sweet spot, she's a two, she's nice, but soon, you know, the word no. Middle of the night, when she's, you know, waking up and kind of throwing a fit, I go in there. As soon as I open the door, no, 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 mommy. She wanted mom, not oh, not no. me. And I was like, it's okay, it's all right. It's all right. I like try to go over there. She was just not. I I was not the person she wanted to to see in the middle, at least at that portion of the middle of the night. <laughs> so she has learned the word no to answer your question. She's learned it very, yeah. very, very well, and she says it all the time. Mommy's still, the favorite, right? Mommy is the favorite, but she is. Uh, She's still mostly sweet, but yeah. if she's hungry, she may have a fit. If she, you know, if she's tired, she may have a fit. If she didn't get a good enough nap, she may have a fit. If, uh, you know, the simplest things like if you didn't flick the light switch on the right way, she may throw a fit. So mm-hmm. we're we're in that stage. Gotcha. We're in that stage. It, it is a fun stage though, for sure. Uh, welcome back. Get your text into the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. They released at UK's. Complete 2024 schedule. We know when and where the Cats are going to play. We knew how the start was going to look, but now we know how the rest of the schedule unfolds. I guess, actually, we probably knew about six of the 12 games going yeah, into yeah. it. But Which, I mean, that's why I love Tim Tebow. They were asking for his schedule takeaways as a release, and he's like, how about these non-conference games? Like, oh, the ones we've known about for years and years? Tebow just sucks. Like, I just I can't. I just don't. Wow. I just don't. It's a hot take. It's just annoying because, yes, he's one of the greatest college, like, he is one of the most famous college football players ever. But he just sucks at TV. Like, he's not good at it. He's fine at, like, delivering a soundbite, but, like, somebody's delivery is just off. Or, I don't know. I don't know if he doesn't do his homework or what his deal is, but he just is terrible. Uh, But I guess it could be worse. We had to listen to him in Galloway instead of Booger, like, on that college football playoff show. That was... The college football playoff show, much worse. This one, we got they just announced it all in the first thirty minutes without ads. I would I would have bet a significant sum of money that they were gonna have an ad break somewhere in there, TJ. I was I didn't watch, happily didn't watch. Did you watch Survivor last night? No. I did. No? 
Well, because oh, oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah, I, we. I was busy working all night, so we're we're saving it for tonight. You would think that they scripted the season with how electric it's been. It's been awesome. It, like, if, and you know, the seasons had kind of been getting stale, and they hadn't been all that great. And then they come out with like maybe their biggest banger of all time in Survivor history. Oh wow, it's a I'm little. Gl- it's a little fishy. I'm talking about the season as a whole. Oh. But last night's episode was just another string of amazing episodes. Well, good. Is the one before was a little it had a weird ending. Although, gosh, I would scoot not a spoiler, but I'd be so steamed if my rewards food was a stupid picnic. <laughs> I'd be so Especially mad. Especially like the last but, week they had an awesome reward. Well, I mean, I, oh yeah, it, at it, at that point, TJ, you're just looking for any sort of food. That's and what the, the that's what the wife was well, saying. Well, and the and the lead up to it and the location of the picnic was awesome. Like that's once in a lifetime stuff. Yeah, they took it out to like a little sandbar via helicopter couple things the wife was like what did the helicopter what was the pilot doing during that like romantic <laughs> fishing <laughs> and i was like i would just beg for like a pizza in the middle of that sandbar just anything but a picnic and yes of course i'd eat it i'm not saying i wouldn't eat it and i probably would appreciate it in the moment but uh some of those, i've always some wondered of those sauces if, looked if, really gross. if that food is warm yeah, I worry. I wonder about that. That's what the wife was too. saying. Yeah. She was like, I w- what, "What's going on with those cheeses, too? Like, are they cold? Are they warm? Like, how like, have they been?" At least now that when they do it at the, if only we knew somebody. I forgot out what they call that place. Um, the oh. hideaway, the getaway, yeah, retreat, the oasis, the retreat, something like or something. that. The oasis, but is, yeah. like, I would imagine that there's a kitchen right there, and like their whole, like, I would think it's close to where the survivor people live, so that that's probably. But I bet in years past, a lot of that reward stuff was like cold food. Probably not wrong about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, wh- what's the best food city UK's going to next year? Austin, Massachusetts. <laughs> Austin in uh, Austin in November, which is going to be kind of nice. Uh, wow, better food city than Oxford, Mississippi. Do they have restaurants in Oxford? They we had a great dinner. In Oxford. It was like one of their fancy places. Right. They only have a few fancy places. We went to one of them. It was awesome, actually. It was good. No, no doubt that Austin is the top food yeah. destination. Yeah. Um, it's one of those. I... Corey Price is coming to KRC launch. Nice. Woohoo. Big time. I, um, I always, is as much as people hate SoCon Saturday, there is a nice, like, okay, good. You can exhale before your last big game. So instead of having. Uh, Murray State before the Louisville game. You get it before going to Texas and then Louisville at home. So you get a little bit of an exhale there before your final two. I believe Vanderbilt is the game before that as well. So, um, no, it's about a week. So, like, you get kind of two weeks to exhale before you go to Texas and then play Louisville. Um, so it's kind of a difficult in there. But really, I, I think just the key to all of this, TJ, is that people are going to talk about, like, well, it's, this is a balanced schedule. Like, there's no obvious clear gauntlet other than it's pretty crucial that you get off to a good start. You beat South Carolina, um, and then South Carolina game is massive. Yeah. Remember the 2021 Missouri game on September 11th that we talked all summer about? I talked all summer about. I was like, the atmosphere is going to be awesome, but that's going to be the tone setter. South Carolina is the tone like, setter. You, you have you to win that, that game. Uh, yeah. You cannot lose to Shane Beamer three years in a row. Oh, yeah. You cannot lose to that You game. lose that game, you're going to be two and three. Going um, into the bye. And going into the bye. Yeah, and you'll that's... beat Vanderbilt to get back to three and three, and you could kind of feel like maybe that's a resetting point in the season. But it's a, it's a lot. No, it's you got to beat ass. them. You got to beat them, and then the alternative is going to be you'll likely be three and one going into an old Miss game that you're you likely be like, dogs in but maybe we can 
Should be a good game. Yeah, like every game against Ole Miss under Stoops has been electric. I think, I think it's been six points in three games. Is just the final score. Just need the ends to be different. Yeah, like not missing a PAT in overtime, not giving up a fade, a penalty. Yeah, the the DK Metcalf is always the one where I'm like, I mean, I was calling a Louisville City for that one. I was like, did he score? They scored again. I was like, what is going on? It was just it was a it good was game like though. It was like DK Metcalf just doing DK Metcalf things. A lot over of good players do. Wani Johnson, mm-hmm. like, oh, here's a bunch of pros, yeah. and they're just like, oh, well. Um, I would say. I, I, the I, last one really hurt because you were seventh in the country. You were on the road. And then the season just went huge. South. Oh like, man! You know, it, and you think it maybe goes north if you win that game. Yeah. Uh, then maybe you still have Rich Gangarello and everything. Things could be potentially different if another, that happens. I think another big one too, TJ, is just Auburn at home. I mean, we how much have we lamented losing SEC yeah, two, you gotta, two you and seven win, against SEC that teams at home? It's like okay that, to say that, that. You got to win that yeah, game. We don't even know what it looks like, but right now you got to win that second game. Second year head coach, you got to. You're at home, sandwiched in between two longtime SEC East teams that you really hate. Like, and I'll go ahead and say it again. You got to win the Louisville game. Like, oh, yeah, if yeah. the season, if we are going to want 2024 to be a step forward, everything Roush and I have just said is true. You have to beat South Carolina. You have to beat Auburn. You have to beat Louisville. Well, and if you do that, you have to do those three things if you want it to be a step forward. If you season. do that, you're at least seven and five. Now, and of course, like you could nitpick and be like, "Well, what if they lost one of those games, but then beat Tennessee?" Okay, if you could trade one out, then that's trading which, one out, which is fine. Which but, is honestly how UK typically operates. It is to get to, but but if you want to get to eight. That net elusive number. We're either seven and five, nine and three, right? And with Get Texas it. and Oklahoma and the SEC folks and them getting rid of the divisions, it is. I'm not saying you need to lower your expectations. All this expectation talk and whatnot for UK football has been borderline embarrassing. But I'm just saying, like an eight win season, we, we have to recalibrate. It was like the COVID year when Locks over there were like Ha-ha, they had a losing record and they're going to a bowl game. <laughs> it's like, dude, they 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 played nine SEC games. Like, yeah, most. Somebody's like got to have. You can like, get in the twelve-team college football playoff with nine wins. Oh, yes, you would. There's nine and three. I wouldn't say you're guaranteed, but but like a lot of nine-team, nine-team win, nine-win teams will get in the twelve-team well, playoff. And one of the points of that they talk. made in the show last night, Ole Miss and Oklahoma are playing in November. That would have been a playoff game this year, right? They would be playing. They are, you know, like they, they were eleven and twelve this year, or twelve and thirteen, competing for that final spot. That would have been a playoff elimination game. So we, I'm not. It's going to be a lot harder to get to that nine win benchmark than it was previously. It just is. Um, but at least in this first year, you don't have some sort of huge gauntlet. If you if you go seven and one at home, you can pick off another team um, and get to eight wins. Or uh, you go six and two at home, you lose one you shouldn't, and then you win one you shouldn't on the road. That might be at Tennessee. That might be at Ole Miss. That might be at Texas. Like there could be a weird look ahead spot for Texas. Texas might do the whole we're back thing and then just tank by that point in the season. You don't know. Um, it it's it's fun to play these games now, but if you get too far ahead of yourself, you you don't know. Like you don't well, know what they're going to be. It is December twenty twenty three, and we're briefly talking about a game November thirtieth, twenty twenty four. Like yeah, yeah. it's a ridiculous exercise. I'm sure everybody listening is smart enough to realize that. But we the portal's have to have, open. We're, we're, There's it, a lot we, of changes. We're yeah. just presented something. We're going to have a reaction on it. I initially did not like the way the schedule set up. 
Now, admittedly, I haven't seen who is UK who is UK playing that's coming off a bye, and I normally do that. I just didn't have enough time last night to do that. I'll do that today at some point. Like, is UK playing Ole Miss off a bye? I don't think they are for that game. I looked at a couple of them briefly, but I wasn't able to really dive into it. it is would, UK playing Florida off a bye? Wouldn't be Georgia. I don't think Florida is. Because you don't um, want to play teams coming off a bye. I don't, at least. Some people may have a different perspective. Which, by the way, have you, have you seen Florida's schedule? It's hilarious. It is. So... Hey, I wish the Florida hey, game was a little later. All of you slack-jawed local yokels that are complaining about Kentucky's non-conference schedule, look what Billy Napier is walking into this year. He's going to be fired if he can't beat Miami, yeah, you know, UCF, and Florida State. just stop it after the fired yeah. period. Though. I mean, he's going to get fired. They're not going to go 6-6. Six and six. <sighs> Like, All right, so just to rattle off quickly, Miami, probably a loss. Sanford, oh, win. Texas A&M, oh, okay. Uh, at Mississippi State, must win. UCF at home, must win, which isn't a cupcake. Um, at Tennessee, Kentucky's at home. Bye week, Georgia. Oh, and then you go from Georgia to Texas, who Texas is coming off of a bye. Uh, LSU, Ole Miss, Florida State. So the, the last five teams they play to end the season are all playing in New Year's Six games this year. Two of those teams are in the playoffs. That's a tough schedule. Yeah, they're they're toast. That's why you don't like. It's fun and for college football that they're playing like the state championship this year, right? They're playing UCF, Miami, and Florida State. It's not fun if you lose those games. You fire your coach and you spend a bunch of money to do it. So that's 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 the barrel that Ford is looking now. Uh, South Carolina also has a very uh, funny schedule too. Not going to be easy for them. Suck at Gamecocks. 502-414-1450 is the schedule. And then I know uh, the schedule. The schedule. <laughs> for the schedule talk, we want your text on the Thornton sex line. Uh, another thing is I know other people had a different opinion of the schedule of this, and I, I maybe they're right about it, but I want the bye weeks, more time going into a big game to prepare. Granted, Stoops doesn't have an amazing track record of coming off bye weeks all that well. You get Vanderbilt coming off the bye week. You get Murray State. So – the Vanderbilt one, that'll be good. That'll come at a good time. That's fine. That's five games into the season. You've gotten through September. Take a break and then reload. The one before Murray State, uh, that just seems like you're you get a week you, you play Tennessee, you get a week off, then you play Murray State, and then you finish with Texas and Louisville. And admittedly, the game at Texas is probably going to be a loss. So I just don't think that second bye week really does much for you. So being nitpick, I think it's more being nitpicky a, about the schedule. That's probably more of just like a or catch your breath. Because yeah. they're going to be banged up, you know. There's going to be some guys with soft tissue and, you know, a linebacker with a shoulder injury. Like, uh, we had Trevin Wallace miss a game this year. Those sort of miss a game randomly, you hope you can, like, all right, well, just get through this one and go to the bye week. I guess I would prefer it flipped with the Tennessee week. I, w- I would if just I'm- prefer having two buys every year. Feels like the season goes a little bit longer. I, I like it. I don't hate it. I personally too. It feels like the buys kind of break up, like yeah. you know, breaks it up into chapters, like we're Quadrants. talking about with the basketball yeah. season. But I would go. You've got to go three and two in chapter one, and then I think you have to go two and two. You have to go two and two in chapter two, and then you yeah. have to go two and one in chapter one. And that or that's seven and five. Three. That's or seven chapter five. three. Yeah, yeah. excuse me. Um, That's seven and five, yeah. 
That's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you you win at Florida, and there's eight and four. Or yeah. Or you win at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. But you're yeah. I think by I think when we're doing the Big X golf scramble next August, and we're doing final predictions for the season, I I would feel comfortable in me likely settling in on seven and five. <laughs> Just a little spoiler that's, alert for next August. So. I bet sixty-five percent of predictions next year, seven and five. Mm-hmm. The remaining fifteen, no, we'll say twenty percent will be um, eight and four, and then you'll get like a very small percentage of six and the the rest you'll split up six and six and nine and three. Yep, yeah, because that's what you do over the summer. You talk yourself into winning a bunch of games. Sounds about right to me. Yep. Uh, texter on the Thornton's text line says, "Imagine being a guy like Roush saying Tebow sucks. Get a grip, Nick." be better yeah Tebow sucks at his job he could not come on this radio show and perform better than TJ and I we pay more attention to sports than he does he's not good at his job if you think he's good at his job then buddy how, how are you listening to us he's he's terrible he is not good on television I think it's Roush is being a little harsh for what it's worth who said y'all were good exactly we're not and he's worse than us he gets, he's on there because he's good-looking, and he's a college football legend. You know what I'm going to say. I have to do it anytime Tim Tebow's brought up, but I'll always just remember the time that he – I was there in person. Taylor Wyndham? He, he compared – well, I was there yeah. for that too. But when he compared winning the national – when he compared going to the gates of heaven and hugging Jesus to when he won the national championship and ran and hugged Urban Meyer. And ever since I, with my own ears, heard him say that, I have thought slightly less of Tebow, but I still As like you should. I still like the guy. Like, I don't think anything, I don't just, Jesus and Urban Meyer in a yeah. comparable. My, my. Hugging. I just, I, and I would be fine with him if they, he just did a, I just don't need serious Tebow but to talk. But he's got a good attitude. He seems to enjoy the stuff he's talking about, whether or not he knows it or doesn't know it. It seems like a lot of it's just kind of like, hand delivered stuff like hey here here mr tim here's your notes and he like practices it and he does a good job with it but i think you're harsh i think i think you're being harsh Can yeah. I ever, have yeah. i ever told you all my first job in sports was tim tebow's high school uh the ball cool. is it ball school no nah, he went to nice nice ah, gotcha well that sounds really nice. jacksonville guy. i was a i was a pa guy i was not very good <laughs> what was your first down call um probably not the same as it would be now my, my first down call now would be what? first down Panthers. Okay, I didn't ask what it would be now, though. I don't remember what it was back then. That's been a long time. Ten years. Gee golly, it's a first down niece. <laughs> Gee golly. <laughs> was that it? Maybe. We'll <laughs> go with that. Hey, fellas, with the recent decommitment buzz of Georgia's top QB recruit and then the word coming out, five-star freshman Mar. Oh, did we read? Oh, we, no, we didn't read Beasy. Freshman Marvin Jones Jr. was portaling. I just wanted to make sure we touch on the downfall of Kirby Smart and the Dogs football and how this impacts UK bid, UK's bid for a playoff spot. Thanks. That's from Beasy. Yeah, who had that article that was like, Georgia may lose its quarterback, but... Oh, it was Jesse Simonton. It's, yeah. it's not the end of the world for the Bulldogs. It's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, no bleep. Yeah, like you know what? I think they may be able to overcome this. Yeah, they'll they'll overcome it. They're gonna have Carson Beck back next year. They're gonna get another recorder. What a geek! They'll be fine. Have you seen the Thomas Maddie documentary on Prime? Don't Maddie a baddie? I didn't. I have not seen. I think they mean Thomas Massey. Probably. Yeah, don't watch a whole lot of. 
I mean, there's sports on. So, watching that are Christmas movies right now. I have not seen it. Oh, we did the lights under Louisville yesterday. It was a great time. Yeah, I think uh, probably afternoon next week sometime. Hilarious. They have a... How long was the wait in the afternoon, by the way? We went at like 7.15. So, we went to dinner beforehand. I was so nervous that the line was going to be long. I'd like maybe waited a minute or two. Oh, great. Yeah. That's great. So nothing. Yeah. Like we nice. pulled like right up to like the entry. Cause I was worried. Like I'd like for the wife to go too, but like if I wait till after school, am I, is it crazy? Or, I think yeah. it's just avoid the weekend and you should yeah. be all right. Good. And with it being open all day, it's spread out. But when we were pulling out, the line was actually even shorter around like eight o'clock ish mm-hmm. or whatnot. And, uh, but like there were some like party vans and stuff like that. I was like, that would be fun. You know, do like a little like holiday bar crawl, and part of the stop is to go through the lights under Louisville yeah. and like a, with all your buds. Uh, but we have uh, two kids. I have one on the way. We don't do fun stuff anymore. You, you'd you want that, that to be yeah, bar crawls, yeah. You I mean, know come that. On. You'd want that to be at the end of the tour, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think you probably would maybe want it to be the start. I don't know. Probably I'd... start it then, and then you actually get like dropped off at the. And you do a bar crawl or whatever you want to do, like but bar, bar hopping, not really a crawl. Yeah, um, I, I like the the thought though. Scoots, like you you go to once, like you go to one part of town, you drink at a couple establishments, then you hop on the bus with some booze. You go through the lights under Louisville, and then you go to like a new spot in town. We're we're splitting hairs here, but yeah, I would think you'd want to start like, hey, pack a little cooler. We're gonna start through the lights under Louisville, and then we're gonna get dropped off at Molly's, Tin Roof, stuff like that. Although Molly's doesn't exist anymore, at least in St. Matthews. Always have to remind myself that we what did that, that for a buddy's thirtieth birthday. He rented like a party bus, and we just went around Louisville, dropped off, had it went in, like had a drink for thirty minutes, got back on, would go somewhere else. So it was a good time. That's fun. My only thing is, it does give me flashbacks to early twenties when guys would just want to just, hey, so and so's over here. We got to go to this bar, and like you felt like you were just spending the whole night going yeah, to when places you're 30, instead it- of like actually just. Hanging out. But, like, you're on the bus, though. That was the fun. Like, the bus is almost more fun. The more fun part of it. That's true. That's true. Because you'd be like, all right. And then when you're 30, it's not so much like, oh my gosh, so and so's We got to chase the chicks. Yeah. Like, she's crying out in the parking. There wasn't so much stuff like that going on. (laughs) So it was like, all right, guys, we're going to the next one. Everybody rally in, and we had a good time. Uh, All right. Anyways, enough. Just past our prime talk. Another texter on the Thornton Stack. Oh, uh, we're just getting started. Says bro. regarding the bowl games, how long before some get scrapped altogether or schools start paying kids to play in them? So that's what's going to happen. Um, because here's the here's the thing that people don't understand about bowl games: they make way too much money to scrap them altogether. Even though you're like, oh, this is pointless. Why are they playing this game? Because people watch them. Lots of people watch them. They're some of the most watched college football games all year. So they're going to keep playing them. And what's going to happen, you're seeing some games slowly do this. I want to say the Dukes Mayo Bowl did it. But there's a couple where you have nil marketplaces. But essentially, they're going to start just, like the bowl games are going to start paying kids to play in them so they don't opt out. That's the next step. Now, a big part of it is the people who uh, organize bowl season, uh, they understand that the bowl landscape is changing with the 12 team playoff. So they really like, they want to use this as an opportunity to make sure that it's sustainable because people are making too much money for them to go away. So I, I think you're going to see some changes in the next couple of years to incentivize it more for pay, players to play. Um, but I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm excited for them. We're going to get, I think six bowl games on Saturday. You've got 
some great college basketball games, great NFL slate, three three NFL games. What what happened on Saturday? By the way, I absolutely hate that the playoff there is part of bowls. Right? Is it <laughs> isn't the two semifinal matchups aren't those technically a bowl? Why do you hate that? I just I just do. Like it I love that aspect. Just of make it. the playoff its own thing and and give everybody else the like just shift the bowls down out of the playoffs. I just I think it's so stupid. No, I, I like it. I do think that. Like, the, hey, we didn't win the national championship, but, but we, we got win the, the citrus. But, bowl but we won the we won the Peach Bowl. Like, it's like that's sweet. Yeah, that's still a pretty darn good season. I think my one counter is it's the Rose Bowl should just be the national championship host every year. No, fart the Rose Bowl. Seriously, they're the biggest fart sniffers in all of like college yeah, athletics. Yeah, no, but Get no, the hell they, out of here. They can suck it as far as like having to have their time and all that. Like, we're going to determine when it's going to be played. You all can deal with it. But like, that's a cool venue for a national. And championship. And we're not calling it. The Rose Bowl. Oh man, they would be with it. It's but it is just a our, really cool venue. Our Rose Bowl. I think when I think of uh, it is the best landscape. In right, like all it's just of football. It's just I mean, got so much all gravitas. Of, all of football, like a, a game at Lambeau Suite. There's there's right. great like, well, I, but there's no better setting than the Rose Bowl full with that backdrop. But, uh, it is sweet. Yeah. I get why there's such put it at like Jerry World or something or like Allegiant Stadium. No, that's not a. It needs to be at a college stadium. The Rose Bowl is a college stadium. I was thinking, you see the NFL announce where the Super Bowl is going to be for like the next four years or whatnot. It's like very West Coast heavy. Oh no, I didn't see that. Uh, They're going to be like L.A., San Fran, Vegas. You know the The new the new big stadiums. It's. not necessarily surprising, but it is kind of funny to me, like thinking that the Super Bowl could be sandwiched in the future. I don't think this is set up to happen anytime soon, but it could be like we're going to New Orleans, and then we're going to Vegas, and then Nashville's new indoor stadium, and then we're going to Indianapolis, then we're going to LA, and then we're going. <laughs> you know, it's like Indy hosted it's hosted its fair share of Super Bowls, right? Or at least one. At least one. I remember the one they. The hosted. one I think we were in college when it hosted that that one. Super we were because I went. You went to the Super Bowl. I, no, I didn't go to the Super Bowl, but I went to Indy and like checked it all out and stuff. It was pretty cool. Oh People yeah. People forget they did that one outdoor one in New York. Was that deemed a success or a failure? I think it was a failure, but yeah. I was I, I think that the Super Bowl should be shared. I think it should almost rotate to 32 stadiums. We need like, to have it in New Orleans more often, though. Like you, you're telling me, like a Super Bowl in Green Bay wouldn't be sweet, but then again, like the hotel logistics. Of yeah, that. a lot but, of it. But, that, but yeah. that being said, like it's not like Green Bay games in its own right are just some little podunk high school football run operation if they can do it for a huge nfc championship game couldn't you take it up just slightly a notch but but a different conversation for a different day let's hit our last break come yeah. back and we will finish up let's try to rush through the thornton's text okay line if we can and there we're going to talk about some new portal additions along the way as well we'll do big that. one oh, yesterday yeah. one huge. of my favorites colossal we'll talk about it this is krc on the big end okay. i sure do like those christmas cookies sugar I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. The ones that look like Santa Claus, Christmas trees and bells and stars. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. With Walker and Roush. That was the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Let's go! Oh, 
Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. On KRC Christmas Lunch Day, people get pretty excited around these parts, and that's exactly what today is because we know that Salsaritas is right around the corner. Delicious. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Wildly addictive chips and everything you could want in a fresh Mexican restaurant. Friendly staff, great prices, not breaking the bank. You get double points after 6 p.m. until the end of the year. Download that Salsaritas app and keep them in mind for any of your holiday parties or events. No party too big, no party too small, and you can do it all on your phone, which makes it even easier. Download that Salsaritas app so you can earn your rewards and your points when you go. We love Salsaritas. You do as well. Check them out today. 502-414-1450 the Thornton's text line. Text on in. Before we get back to it, though, Roush, it was another good day for the UK football program yesterday. Cats got a nice addition. You know, when the transfer portal opens, I got a lot of people who anytime somebody will enter, you know, you'll get tagged like, oh, look at this guy. Oh, Roush, check out this guy. But, you know, and it gets a little redundant. Of all the names that kind of cross the board, Jamori Macklin was the one that always jumped out to me the most. You don't see much proven production like Macklin. 37 of his, no, 39 of his 57 catches went for first downs. His average depth of target was 15 yards down the field. They went to him a lot. They went to him a lot downfield, and he made big plays. Thousand-yard receiver last year. He ranked top 10 nationally in... Receptions of 30-plus yards and was six in receptions of 50-plus yards. Dude's a big-time playmaker. He's got a lot of speed, strong hands. Um, lined up mostly on the outside in an air raid offense, so it's going to be a little bit different. I'm not exactly sure how they're going to – I mean, is he, is he going to play in the slot? Is he going to play on the outside? Um, I I think a lot of folks, you see some Barry on Brown or how they wanted to use Barry on Brown last year, right, which is throwing outside vertical routes. That, that pass down the sideline that we saw be unsuccessful so many times, but hell, it worked the last couple of weeks, especially in that Louisville game. That was Macklin's bread and butter last year, TJ. So a lot of people are, oh my gosh, what does this mean for Barry on? Here's the thing. They're gonna they're gonna be playing three wide receivers and one tight end a lot more than they did last year. Last year it was a lot of two tight ends, two receivers. Receivers are gonna get a lot of run. They're gonna need a lot more of them. Um so I, I don't expect them to even be done. Yeah. Even though they've already gotten two wide receivers in the portal, they're going to get one or two more because they just need them. Yeah. Okay. I love the addition. I, I, even if it does mean something for somebody else, then good. Don't, don't you want more weapons if that ends up happening as is? Uh, and I like hearing people like you and others say that this doesn't necessarily, that that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. I, I just, I know a lot of folks have just been like, paranoid about Barry on Brown leaving for a long time. And I, yeah, I, I've just always thought that that was like a, just a, a paranoia that has been brought really out of nowhere. If you want to feel confident, Barry on did get a, a, a new, uh, new chain recently. So you got to think the checks are clear seven. It's got a Cape on it. So like, I, I think they're, he's being compensated fairly well. Well, how do we feel? Kentucky. Yeah, well, I, I I like the addition. It seems like UK is doing better 
than about as well as they could so yeah. far. It's it's one of those things where it, it they aren't the big nil spenders that South Car- like South Carolina is just like if you have the if you're asking more than anybody else, we're going to try to pay for you. Do they have Rocket Sanders, LT Overton, like a lot of these people? They're just like forking over nil cash left. I and wonder right. what their source is. Somebody paid a lot of money, like Under right Armour? at the end of the season. I don't know who it was, but there was a talk that they got like two million added. Basically, Shane Beamer is like, if you don't pay, then I'm going to get fired. So if you like me, please pay this year. The way that somebody else put it too, who would like him? It's it's great that, like, in the NFL, if you had a deadbeat coach, like. The commanders weren't going and spending a lot of money on free agents the, ahead of this season for Ron Rivera to save his job, right? Like, that that doesn't happen in the NFL level. The college level Who cares. They're just like, we got to save our job. We're going to spend mm-hmm. our no money now. Um, but Kentucky, to, to go back to the original point, Kentucky, they've gotten like a lot of like, oh, I like that guy. Like, oh, that's a good ad sort of deal, right? Like, they maybe aren't. The how like the the big names like Cam Ward, who's uh, I think Miami's kind of trending for that guy. He's been the name that's surrounded by the most money in the entire portal. Like they aren't getting those guys, but they're all they're getting like oh, Vandergriff, he was a former five star. Chip trained him. He was pretty good at Ohio State. Like there's there's just a lot of those that are adding up, which feels like the roster's like going the right direction. They're circling in on their targets and they're getting them with a few exceptions I do think they kick some tires on other running backs but this one just seemed to make sense and probably fit maybe what yeah their nil market was looking for uh, I was disappointed to hear scoots your your yeah. offense alignment was going back to Bloomington yeah suck it Carter Hey-o. Smith I guess that, that would be considered a miss for for UK but there hasn't been a lot of them and for the most part they're they're getting the guys they want Roush what's the next the next need I think that's what it is, is off its tackle. I I was surprised that Carlos Nicholson didn't commit after officially visiting. That felt like something that would just boom, bang, thank you, ma'am, happen, but it hasn't. So I'm wondering if that ship has uh, sailed. Another Mississippi State defensive back went in the portal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What's the update on McCauley? He's probably uh, out, He right? is visiting somewhere this weekend, I believe. Gotcha. Um, I heard, I forget, something just happened. I heard um, another school was getting in, but I forget who it was. Because Michigan... It was initially Michigan, but now he might actually be visiting another school. I bet he comes back to Indiana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> give one give one tackle to come back. And... 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Do you want to get back to it or any other nuggets for the football transfer portal? Seems like it's, things are hot and heavy. Would be cool if they just announced the hire of a wide receiver coach. It would be really cool. Are they going to? They announced Dave Bowler last year on 12 12. It's 12 14. Like, just, just do it. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah. All right. Where are we at? Uh, we are at the point of the text line that says, uh, 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 oh, Indiana Tim here. Did we read that one? Nope. Train him DSK and one of the young running backs step up in the Cats. We'll be fine. Yeah. I, I do think they will evaluate those young running backs and just the mixture this spring. Because we haven't seen anything. Jamarian Wilcox didn't do anything last year. He redshirted. They're high on Jason Patterson, but he's going to do it. Another freshman they're bringing in, Tavani Mizell, he's coming off ACL injury. So you kind of factor him out. When I was driving all around town yesterday, I did think about Chip and started to like, you know, you try to think like best case scenario and worst case scenarios and what the conversation is going to be looking back on it. I do think there's like a path to being like, well, his numbers were somewhat pedestrian at Ohio State with Ohio State's offensive line and their passing attack, 
going against some good Big Ten defenses, but also some stinkers in there, and his numbers weren't amazing. And he and he had plenty of games with plenty of carries. That would be the pessimistic angle if yeah. you wanted to take that. Now, the optimistic angle is he was solid. The numbers were good. He was a second-string running back. So the, if you if you were expecting those to be first-team numbers, then yes, it would be very underwhelming. But as a second-teamer, they're pretty solid. And just given the opportunity to be an every-down back, he'll, he'll explode. And just another year learning the position, he'll naturally be better. It's just what path you want to take on that. But you did make me feel, and I did think about this yesterday while driving around, that like it is nice to know if they get, they're going to have their running backs in, they're going to get to see what they're working with, and if Cohen doesn't like what he sees, they're going to be able to get somebody decent yeah, yeah. in the spring. Maybe not Ray Davis quality, but somebody probably that could be explosive or at least do one thing really well. And at least if you have that, you, you should be all mm-hmm. right. But I think it's all right. I think the room should be good enough. I, I I think so as well. It's just he'll be your third and one back. He'll be your third and two back, or like fourth and one if you need a tough yard. Brock can also do the 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 bush tush push. I would I would think that like I, I my my realistic goals for chip training would be seven hundred yards and uh, ten touchdowns. Right, like. He's going to do probably a lot of the short yard situations. You get it inside the five. All right, Chip, can can you help us make this happen? Is he a thousand yard guy? I don't know, but I also think that Kentucky's going to probably throw the ball a lot more. Like that. Maybe 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 I'm drinking the throwing at Kool Aid, but just every all of that investment in the passing game, they're not going away from it. So yeah, I would still think need that to be able to run right. But, yeah, you but know if that. he's 700 yards and DSK has 250, and then Brock runs for you know, like you know, you can see True. you can put together a formula. Like yeah, that, I so. totally agree with that. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Uh, John here. Good morning. Hey, should Draymond Green get involved with celebrity boxing or UFC type match? Think about the slap he did in Nurkic. So Mr. Green have no self control. Got to go. Talk Suspended to you. Suspended indefinitely. I'd love. I'd love to see Draymond Green getting a UFC ring with one of the best. Oh, that's my thing. Just get his head beat. He man. got suspended indefinitely, and it's going to hurt his bottom line. But like, really, I think people just wanted to see him get his ass kicked. Because like all of these situations, he's like, even the one at, when he punched Jordan Poole at practice out of I, nowhere. I think uh, was it Spears yesterday that said this, Scoots. I think they had it right. Like it's on the Warriors now. Like mm-hmm. why, why are you playing that guy? Right. And, like, they brought up how his teammates didn't really go to, like, help him out, and they were – you could tell they were just like, what the hell was that? Because like, it's, it's, it's getting – It's on you all. It's on yeah. Steve Kerr. Like, yeah. stop playing that dude. He's a goober. And I know that like, – John Chaney had a word for him. That's that's part of what his bit is. But, like, all right, dude, you got to at least try to, like, do some games and chip here. You can't just turn and whop somebody in there. Yes. What, what was John Chaney's word for him? That's a that's a college that's a smart college basketball reference. I wouldn't expect the likes of you to. Well, get what it. was what was the word he would have for him? Do you not remember when he sent in a player to like hurt another player? I forgot what he called him though. A goon. <laughs> By the way, Roush, you mentioned his bottom line. If he plays or if he misses less than twenty games, he misses a a hundred fifty three thousand a game. If he misses more than twenty, two hundred two thousand a game. Yikes. <laughs> Can are you allowed to say that word? Anyways, no. Yeah, okay. probably. I, I'm 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 so scared these days. 
Uh, Texter says, UCF has a large fan base that's very active. Also, if you call them the Golden Knights, they will come for you. They go by the Knights, not Golden Knights. No, that's that's the point, Texter. Just keep calling them the Golden Knights. They get very triggered. Despite how bad the hair was the other day, TJ, it still beats the rat tail face. It was a ponytail. It was the only time I was able to do it, and it looked pretty solid. I needed to get the ends in, but like that was, you know, it was rough in the morning. Wait, that picture's you? That's me. Gross. What do you mean? I did not think that picture was you. That is not a good I mean, look. That's also what? they put like an actual rat tail in there. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's not part of it. I yeah, got it. like that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like your hair, Teej. Was he being serious though, thinking that like the rat tail was actually part of the I mean, hair? Let me let me pull it up, and make it a little bigger. Okay, now I can see when I when I enlarge it, I can tell that that's been added. Uh, now, Scoot's <laughs> just trying to bring attention to this picture, so I have to post it on the Instagram. Oh <laughs> yeah, I think he's gonna have to put it on the Instagram. Too. I feel both of your all's pains. My two year old has made us watch Nightmare Before Christmas and Polar Express probably a thousand times. Yeah, she she was not totally in Nightmare Before Christmas. Polar Express, she was intrigued by. We're probably gonna have to watch that the next two nights before yeah. the big train ride I'm, on I'm, Saturday. Um, it's one of those that I haven't watched myself because I want to watch with the kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, he 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 enjoys Christmas movies, but he's more of a he likes shows, big show guy, and because he gets to control the remote. I think the wife said we have to wait till Christmas Eve to watch four Christmases. Uh, wow. I don't remember that being a tradition, but Christmas stories Christmas Eve. She does Christmas Story either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, but I think she it's more of a Christmas Day thing. We but also you do you not like party on Christmas Eve? Uh, we do. We party. But then you party. come home and then turn it on and then pass out. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yep. I would rather just watch it now and not wait till then. I, you can watch it now and later. I it's two I, weeks from now. I agree with that. I don't care. I don't. You know, if that's what she wants to do, then we can do that. By the way, have you? How many people are finished with Christmas shopping on this show? I'm not. Me? I'm not. I'm embarrassed, actually. Scoots with is my... done? I'm done. Nice. I'm, I, I never start. I feel like... Wait, so you, you aren't Christmas shopping? <laughs> I never Christmas shop. What do you get your parents or grandparents? Or I, do or the, I do the thing where my presence is their presence. So you're just a cheap ass. That's embarrassing. Yeah, Scoots. seriously, Scoots. I, I mean, get if you you if you got a dozen a bunch of nephews and nieces like you don't need to get them all something. I did get my nephews and nieces a little little thing, but it I mean nice the, Christmas he didn't, get, he didn't get them squat. Christmas is one of those holidays that I I kind of hate what it's become. Like you're just forced to buy all these presents, and I what mean, what if you're not in a great financial state to buy? I any, mean, anybody scoots, anything. They, like you can just like it's it's the you can get something nice for See, your, your mom and dad. But I I think I have this mindset because every Christmas I don't want anything. I tell my family don't get anything for me. All I want to do is hang out with you all on Christmas. So that's they kind of stuff. They do. They always get me way too freaking much. And it's a bunch of crap that I don't need. So it's like, I'm not going to waste my time buying them things that they possibly don't need. When, well, when at the end of the day, I think all they want is hang out with family as well. Scoots, here's a few things. One, I've, you, you should get some people, some stuff every so often. I'm guessing that you probably do, but neither here nor there. For first and foremost, I, I kind of agree with your sentiment that like it, it it sometimes can be over the top. At the end of the day, I think most people just want to spend time with people that they love and care about, mm-hmm. and that can be enough for a lot of folks. I follow your philosophy even further. Like my parents can buy whatever they want. That's not to say mm-hmm. I can't find something sweet for them that I think that they would appreciate and that they would think is nice. 
but like they're yes, they can go get, they can go get things that they need. They're adults. They've been doing it for the majority of their lives as is. So I agree with you there. Um, I like to sometimes just write like a nice like letter. I think that is a way to not have to spend money, but still do something that is that hopefully people would care about. You just like say, "Hey, Merry Christmas." You maybe say, you know, a nice sto- a Christmas story you have with the person or something like that. People seem to appreciate that from time to time. I think some people would rather prefer gifts, but and that's totally all right as well. And secondly, yeah, you can just get like a little five dollar, ten dollar gift too. Um, sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's just like to get something. Just opening something too is nice. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like you know, your mom would just be like, oh, "You didn't have to give me anything," and, and then she would open it and love it and give you a big old smooch. When well, in doubt, you can do like scratchers in the stockings and stuff like that, or lottery tickets. That's always a fun. Not with one. my mom; she can't play. Well, you. <laughs> that's true. Okay. All right. But no, my thing is, is I haven't like this is probably I'm probably going on 10, 12 years now, Ooh. not bringing Christmas gifts. And I still get invited back every year because they want to hang out with me. You Here's know what I mean? What you get, so, mom. You could place a bet for her. like Hoosiers two hundred dollars to win the title. It pays a billion dollars because everybody knows it's not going to happen. <laughs> like there, boom. But that'd be like you know you, you give her the gift of hope. <laughs> I placed a bet for her this last Kentucky Derby. But the best gift you can give anybody, and this is from the bottom that of your heart. It is true too. And like, and you want to be sentimental with this. It's not about the gift giving, Scoots. It's about. The sentiment. And that's why you go to shady Ra- ShadyRays.com. Yeah, because that's saying, hey, I care about you so much, I don't want you to go blind. Yes. Like, you're giving somebody the gift of sight. Whoa. Scoots, imagine- We have an updated website, by the way. Giving the gift of sight for Christmas. Magnetic interchangeable snow 2023 was what, what you see when you go to ShadyRays.com now. They've <sighs> updated. No longer do you see the TJ Walker, Aaron Rodgers lookalike. Wow. <sighs> So, yeah, they've got snow goggles, too. That's, that'd be a great gift. When I skied for the first time in 15 years back in February and March. I did have the best goggles on the mountain. That you mean a, that's that not you? What? The picture of the guy skiing, that's not you? Uh, the guy skiing, it, that could all— it was No, you. I've got a better beard than that little <laughs> patchy. That could be my brother. Uh, we didn't do a good job on the text today. The Cron Davis stuff, Trivia Thursday, we'll maybe, we'll maybe do better tomorrow. A texter says, all of us had our hopes up on Z. Any transfer news at DB feels like the cats are thin. Roush touched on that. We're in a debt under Clinton, too. We just had a budget surplus. Like his stance on national debt, now time to take a drink, a big drink of water, and see what else Massey supports. <laughs> uh, Massey supports just the Constitution, and uh, he's – doesn't bend on his values yeah it, i mean some of the like uh, you can get yourself into trouble if you're a strict uh what do they call him strict uh you'd have to tell me how he's gotten himself into trouble no you, you you know you just you can come off like if you're like we can only act like they did in 1700s and you just get in but he obviously takes a 20 you know a 2023 look Lens. on it yeah. like the other texture said the national debt thing only seems to come up when we need money for relief and services here when it's being sent elsewhere, it's apparently not an issue. I know it's a very fluid situation, but we have Cottrell already on board, assuming Barryon and Dane stay. You think we had one more receiver or two? Would love Macklin plus one more, Just but doesn't seem Stop thinking realistic. that Raymond Cottrell is going to play this year. Him and Shamar Porter. One of those two might play some, but like those are they have four years of eligibility. Those are long-term plays. Cohen was good enough to hang 30 on your uncle, blogger boy. Oh, boom, roasted Roush. Boom. Uh, okay, we're going to have to end it there. KRC... 
holiday Christmas lunch today. Who, eat, oh, who eats oh, the most wings? Oh. Uh, you. You're going to eat the hottest, though. I'll tell you that. Let's that's go. that's Let's the go. greatest comment I give TJ. Nobody can eat spicy Bigger food question, who's going to be? Who's gonna drink the most beer and Me. why is it Spears? Me. Why is it Scoots? <laughs> Scoots. All right, everybody, have a great, uh, what day is it, Thursday? Oh, NFL game tonight, too. We didn't even talk about that. We'll get to it tomorrow. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Here, look to the front of the sleigh.